Hello and welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. So we uh, we love pitching stuff on this yes. show. We, yes. it's, we had so much fun pitching uh, uh, our, our version of Phase 1 of the DCU. Uh, we've pitched some other things as well. Uh, today, since we've been talking so much about the animated stuff, we thought it would be fun to uh, pitch, a, pitch a new idea for an animated Batman series. Uh, there's supposed to be a new one coming out that is currently in limbo because of all the stuff going on over at Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, so we we're like, well, you know what? If we could make one, what would it be? And so that's what we're going to we're going to pitch to you guys here today. Before we get things started, Matthew, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm I always have fun pitching things. I mean, I, I when you just said that, I kind of went, you know, my entire previous podcast was about pitching things. So, yeah, True. I'm always down to pitch something. I love pitching because we always have ideas swimming around in our heads. And ultimately, this is just our way of putting it out in the universe so that eventually James Gunn will hire us uh, to come work at Warner Bros. DC because because he totally should. Yeah. Just saying. And I, and I think my pitch or just what I had in my mind was more like like animated content, some kind of cartoon series at Batman, Batman adjacent, Batman related that could be on HBO Max is kind of that's where, where I went. Yeah, because that's where a lot of the stuff is living. Um, if you have not already watched the animated Harley Quinn series, please do, because it is some of the funniest, it, just the funniest writing uh, I've ever seen in my life. And it's, it's. I mean, Bane steals the show in that entire yeah. show every single time he's on screen. Um, so, but yeah, plus with, with HBO Max, I, I figured that was kind of implied going into this, that like, this is probably going to be on HBO Max, because that's where they're going to put a lot of this stuff uh, that's where a lot of it's going to live, and it makes sense. So that's the or world what, we're playing in this one. What, whatever iteration of, that they end up creating out of it, because there's something I've been thinking about that I think might be on the, the cusp of what's happening here, but that's just maybe me. So we can get into that when we do pitches. Yeah, exactly. So um, with that being said, we didn't really we didn't set any real rules for this. It was just come up with an animated series idea. And let's just let's pitch it and let's brainstorm it a little bit. We not not a whole lot uh, of of rules or anything. Let's just let's just have fun with this one. Um, I'm going to do mine first, if that's okay with you, Matthew. No. Oh, yes. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. um, so mine is an idea that I've. It's actually an idea just for a Batman story in general. I've wanted to see for a while, and I think with a low risk animated series on HBO Max, this is a lot of fun. So I'd like to see one that's done um, almost like a 50s private eye, uh, super, super noir, super campy, even done in black and white, like private eye Batman mystery series. Okay, okay, I can see that. Like, like Scooby-Doo? Like, not, not so much like no. Scooby-Doo, <laughs> King, but, but like that, like that 50s. That's it's like yeah, I went I went and talked to a dame. See, I had to get some information out of it, like that kind of thing. Um, not with the accent, of course. Uh, please don't at me. But um, no, no, I want that accent. In fact, <laughs> you do the act that accent for the rest of this episode. Okay, um, but like I want to see it. We could do it like black, that black and white with selective coloring, kind of like you would see in Sin City. Um, yeah, and just yeah, like I, I want it. I want it to have like the voiceover narration. It's like. Batman it's like we're hearing uh the the narration from like Batman's journal uh kind of like a little bit like we saw in, in at the beginning of the Batman but 
again, that super stylized 50s noir private eye type uh, type of thing. No, I think that would be really cool. Like, I think that that's something that happens with a lot of these superhero shows or these, especially when you lean into the Batman is like, you know, the, 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 it just turns into the action. Yeah. As much as I enjoy Brave and the Bold, it, the hook of Brave and the Bold is that he just mysteriously is ahead of the game, but you never see his process. Yeah, but Brave, and, Brave and the Bold like walked the line of being satirical. Correct. But <laughs> the thing I liked about that, the Batman from the 2000s, zero 2000s is like, honestly, like, I mean, it got a little too young age ish, you know, because it's more of a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. But he was a detective. Like, he did a lot of like solving crimes and tracking people. And I, I thought that was part of the best part of that show, besides the random manga theme of it, was just that, yeah. you know, it wasn't just him like showing up, beating up somebody and leaving. You know, he was, he was kind of having to figure things out in every episode in this kind of, you know, becoming intelligent, which I thought was fantastic. Um, and then just kind of goes by the wayside as we get into the fifth season of that show, but that's whatever. <laughs> well, and the other, you know, my, my only issue with that show is that it, it gets a little too gadget heavy. Like yes. all he ever does, like it gets to the point where all he does is throw handfuls of smoke pellets at everything. It, yeah. Like it's just, you just walking around going smoke bomb, smoke bomb, smoke bomb. That's all he ever, that's all he does in the last couple of seasons. It's not a lot of Batman action and mystery. It's just gadgets, gadgets everywhere. I have a gadget for everything. And uh, I, I want to get back to the mystery solving part. I even want to have it be like, let's do some like campy noir reinterpretations of the villains. Like, you know, let's just like, let's go full and, and let's keep it. You know, I don't want to make it like as grown up as Harley Quinn in terms of like the language and the violence and all that, you know, but, I also don't want it to be super kid friendly like Brave and the Bold was. So I'm like, let's let's meet somewhere in the middle, kind of like what we had with the 90s Bruce Tim series. Like it's dark, not too dark. It's family friendly, but not kid friendly. Yeah. Um, no, I, th- yeah. I think that'd be perfect because that's kind of like mine. I'm That's my age range on mine. Yeah. So is that kind of because I think that's that's what I was looking at is like, unfortunately, my kid was sick the other day. Yep. The youngest and she was like hey can we watch bat wheels which is this ridiculous that Batman just sounds cartoon. terrible <laughs> it you know it's doing its job which is to entertain kids under six sure okay and that's it's, fair. it's it's just like yeah it's just this like hey when batman and you know robin are done the the vehicles come to life and do their thing and it's all exactly what you think it would be <laughs> And it's it's terrible, but my four-year-old is thoroughly entertained. And I'm sure if those toys ever come to fruition, I will have to buy some. Oh, I'm sure that's the only reason that show is made was was to sell toys. But on the flip side, you have nothing between that and Young Justice. And then nothing between Young Justice and Harley Quinn that is currently being made. Yeah, this, there's this Batman Cape Crusader show that's been in development pretty much since the announcement of HBO Max. And with the current changeover in management, that's been kind of moved to uh, into a realm of obscurity where we really don't know where it's coming. They they When the, a lot of the changes were happening, they said that it's currently going to be getting shopped around to other platforms. 
that was the last we heard about it. And we don't know what's going on with that. We know Daedric Bader's involved, but that's about all yeah. we know. No, I, th- I think what what's going to happen, what, what Disney is doing with Disney Plus and Hulu is I think what's about to happen with HBO Max. Because I yeah. think you're they're going to separate it into two different platforms. And I don't know who else they've, you know, I don't know because it's Warner Brothers Discovery. So I don't know if Discovery has its own stream series. I think they do or their streaming channel. So I don't know if they're going to rebrand that or what, but I have it, a feeling that's what's going to happen. It does. The current rumor is that it's all going to get folded into HBO Max um, because people are actually signed up for HBO Max and no one signed up for Discovery <laughs> Plus. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think that I think that's what I'm thinking is going to happen is you're going to get HBO Max being the tone of this and then maybe like HBO Plus or because, you know, HBO had for a while there had like four or five different stations yeah. before the streaming thing. And like each station had like a different level. So I have a feeling I'm wondering if that may be what they do, you know, so who knows? And, anyway. But no, yeah, I like no, I, I like your detective noir idea. I think that that's something different that hasn't been done with Batman, especially yeah. if you get into the black and white. I think that stylistically that could be fun, and uh, I that's think what I think. Anytime they redo villains, it's great, and that's what I think is going to be the main selling point. Because when you get to pitching an animated series, you've got to find something that's going to set it apart, other than just the art style. Because there's been so many Batman cartoons, and ultimately, what's set them apart is the tone. Um, the Batman, which was the early 2000s one, um, the, the, I think the biggest problem that one had was, yes, it had kind of this anime manga feel to it, but ultimately it was very heavily influenced by the Bruce Tim series. And so yes. it had a harder time setting itself apart. Whereas like Brave and the Bold, tonally animation style, very much its own thing. Um, even Batman Beyond was a different enough from Batman the Animated Series when you also get into things like the um, Justice League action, which is the the short uh, the short Justice League episodes that have been on for a couple of years. You've got to find something tonally that's going to set it apart. So I was like, yeah, go full Frank Miller with it. Go black and white with like the selective coloring, you know, yeah. to draw emphasis on something and just go just go full. Well, you know, even even here's what I'll say as far as the animation style goes, go like original Batman, like original costume design, that original like Cadillac bat Batmobile design, go full like fifties with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's perfect. And I think you're right about the Batman cartoon. To me, the earlier seasons are better because it's trying to be its own thing. And it's like, as time goes on, they just start making it the standard Batman cartoon. So that by the third and fourth season, you're like, oh, okay, we're just doing Batman animated series again. Gotcha. Well, and then <laughs> you, you could you could tell they were trying to set it up to pitch a new Justice League show, but it just yeah. the show just, it wasn't doing well, and so they're like, well, screw it. The last season's all about the Justice League, and we'll just be done. Well, and it's also like Saturday morning cartoon series. It's kind of weird to think of it this way: is like most Saturday morning cartoon series don't last past the second season. So the fact that the Batman got to season five is like that's no small feat. Like you got to give it its props for that. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) But um, also with, with, with the Batman, it was kind of coming in at when like the Saturday morning cartoon was kind of going by the wayside for the most part. Um, Correct. So, yeah. All right. You ready for my pitch? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What, what's, what's yours? What do you got? 
my pitch is a little bit, I was leading into it a little bit earlier about like, there is not that pre-teen, early teen uh, level animated show that's currently being made. You know, it, like I said, it seems to be like Bat Wheels and then, you know, wherever you put Teen Titans Go. Um, but then there's nothing between either one of those shows and Young Justice, which personally I think is just overly dramatic. Um, so I think it, it kind of gets lost on, you know, it's like my son is 10. You know, as much as he enjoyed Teen Titans Go, I think he's kind of done with it. He's not going to watch Bat Wheels, but he also can't get into Justice League. Or not, I'm sorry, Young Justice. He's not getting into Young Justice. He's definitely not watching the Harley Quinn show. And quite but, honestly, uh, as, as much as I hate to say this, is like, I think the animation style of the Tim stuff just doesn't do it for him. So trying to okay. get him to sit down and watch any of those shows, he's like, eh, I don't like how this, he just doesn't get into it. So that's where I think a new modern show based, you know, kind of aimed toward that preteen, early teen um, age group is where I'm going with it. Mm. And what I want to do is, is I'm going to go with Robin, Dick Grayson, Robin. Okay. Um, I think that there's, you know, every time you do the sidekicks, it's difficult because, you know, kids want to be, Batman but do they want to be Batman like they want to be Batman but they don't relate to Batman and that's why like when you get Robin in there they like the show more so I'm like you know what if we just centered it on Robin but got him out of being like a little kid right so my tentative title for this or what my pitching title would be would be Robin freshman year and it's like the first year he goes to college and this does this is number one it gets Batman out of the show because right. he's going to go to a different city to go to college. Now, whether it's Bloodhaven, Central City, we make up a new city, whatever. He's out of Gotham. But that also means that if we need Batman, he can come in. You know? Mm-hmm. And what my my thing is, is it's just none of those shows ever cover that time when Dick Grayson doesn't even know if he wants to be Robin anymore. He doesn't want to be Batman, so he doesn't know who he wants to be. And I think that would be something that we could kind of play with in this to the point where he goes to college, he starts doing some things as Robin and maybe get to the point where he starts getting in trouble from Batman because he doesn't want him operating as Robin. So he just comes up with a blase ninja suit <laughs> to wear. Okay. That would be like, oh, I can see the bridge between what he wears as Nightwing and what he's wearing as Robin that this suit is. And it's not, you know, okay. I don't know if you do it every single time, but you start seeing him kind of age out to the point where like maybe the first episode he's in the bright green and red and he even tones that down as he's Robin in college. Um, a couple other things I would do is in the comics up to this point, I believe if memory serves, he knows that Barbara Gordon is Batgirl, but she doesn't know he's Robin. I think it's the other way around. Mm, 
It depends. Well, it also depends on which reboot you're talking about. That's, that's true. That's true. It depends on which which version we're talking here, because there's some versions where it's it's one way, one some versions where it's the other. Yeah. Um, and then there's some versions where Batman knows, but Robin doesn't know, and Batgirl doesn't know. Um, yeah. Depending on how much of a dick Batman is in the version you're reading. So, <laughs> so what I think I would do is I would play with if he solidly knows that she's Batgirl, but that she has no idea he's Robin. But also it's 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 canon that Barbara Gordon is older than Robin. By like maybe there's like at least a two, maybe three year age gap between them. So what I would have is it's not a lot. It's not like they're five or six years. It's not enough to be weird. Yeah, not not enough to be weird. But what I was thinking is that she is has already been at this college and is like a teacher's assistant. And he is in like some of her classes as a student. So whatever kind of weird relationship they had kind of starts blossoming on a personal level throughout the show. Okay. Plus at the same time, when he's out there operating as Robin, Batgirl shows up. So maybe have this weird, like there's a almost pseudo romance and also discovering that they're each other that could be played with in a, a Maddie um, David thing from moonlighting. Which, of course, nobody's going to have any idea what I'm talking about, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I think you'd have lots of action. I have lots of adventure. And then because he's this sidekick, not a sidekick, but because of the age gap or the age he is and the fact that he's away, you also have, you know, I I almost wanted to say Roy Harper was his roommate, but I thought that was too easy. But I would think like every so yeah. often Roy Harper might show up or Wally West would show up maybe for an episode arc, but not there permanently. I, so, I could see I could see the Roy Harper thing working out if like it's an episode where it's like, oh, uh, Oliver Queen is in is in Gotham City uh, to to discuss business deals with with Bruce Wayne. And yeah, I could see that. I could see that happen. Yeah, the problem I had is the more of the sidekicks you put in the show, the more it just becomes Young Justice. That's true, you know? yeah. So that's why I was like, no, if it's Batman, if it's Robin and Batgirl, and they're the, like, Robin's the lead and Batgirl's there, and then every so often some of these other guys show up, I think it would be fun. But yeah, because I really did, like, I was like, hey, what if I did, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, where it's called, you know, ultimate Robin, but he has a team of sidekicks. I'm like, no, that's just freaking young justice. <laughs> yeah. If like you picked, if you just picked one to be reoccurring, I think that would be one thing, but yeah, if it's a bunch of different ones it just becomes, yeah. yeah. Well, because I also feel like what I wanted to do, they do it in young justice really quick, but I would want this to be like maybe at the end of the first season, is that Roy Harper transitions from being speedy to Arsenal, like within one episode of the show. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And they age him to the right point where it would happen. Because what I ultimately want this show to be is the road to Nightwing. Okay. So to have Roy Harper maybe show up, you know, because, you know, first season's what? 10, 12 episodes, maybe have him show up once or twice as speedy. And then maybe either the first episode of the second season or the last episode of the first, when he shows up, he's arsenal. And, and part of what gets Dick Grayson transitioning into Nightwing is seeing that like his buddy who is a sidekick, who doesn't want to be a sidekick anymore, just came up with his own name. 
And, you know, so to see that, and I'm not sure, like, part of me just wanted to call it Grayson, but I was like, no, no one's going to have any idea what a Grayson cartoon is. You have to call it Robin, you know? Yeah, something like that. But then, you know, so he still has to be Robin somehow, but maybe it's just like he starts off in the bright suit and then, you know, he darkens the suit instead of maybe going total black. Who knows? But definitely see a transition to the Robin suit so that, you know, maybe, oh, it is Robin, but it's not the same Robin that worked with Batman. I have no idea. Like some of this is just conceptual, but I, I think it would be a nice show. You, you, you'd be able to get kids relating to it. You'd be able to get girls relating to it because you have Batgirl there and you, but you don't have the standard young female damsel in distress that happens with a lot of these shows. You have a sure. very capable older female character who maybe, like I said, like, you know, because initially, like, she is not down for what, you know, Grayson is offering. You know, yeah. it, it's more like she pushes back. It's not till later when they're in their 20s that they actually have a relationship. Um, the only problem I have, and this is where I don't know, is like, <clears throat> I really hated the Nightwing storyline where he gets amnesia and calls himself Rick instead of Dick. But I also I feel like you have I... to drop that name. Not not to uh, not to make a joke about amnesia, but I have no memory of that. <laughs> You're not missing anything. It was dumb as crap. Okay. Um, and it was in the last couple of years. It it was just one of those weird, like they tried to do something different with Nightwing, where he gets shot in the head, he has amnesia, totally forgets who he is, so then he becomes like this douchey barfly who's a cab driver, and he just calls himself Rick. And huh. he keeps like pushing away everybody. He doesn't want anything to do with anybody to the point where he burns the Nightwing cave. And then when the cops put the cave out and everything comes out, this one cop realizes like, oh my gosh, this was Nightwing's lair. And he steals all the equipment and him and his buddies become like team Nightwing. Hmm. So each person in this team is wearing a different version of Nightwing's outfit. And they start fighting crime. And then because Rick, even though he doesn't want to be Nightwing, he still has the muscle memory of being Nightwing, sees mm-hmm. this going on, decides to start working with them. So then it's like, well, what the hell is happening? Like, it's just this right. dumb thing. Like, it would have been a great, like, six issue or 12 issue, uh, like, storyline. But it lasted for three years. And it was dumb. It was horrible. And to me, was way too long for an amnesia storyline. Ultimately, the storyline, in my opinion, was just to get him away from being Dick Grayson, like being called Dick. But I was like, just have to be like a birthday episode or issue where he's like, you know, hey, you're turning 25. He's like, yeah, now that I think about it, being called Dick's kind of done. I'm too old for that. Let's just call me Rick or Richard from now on. Okay, And like, just be done with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just it was a stupid storyline and ultimately ends with the talents taking him over and brainwashing him. And then when they get him out of the brainwashing, he remembers everything and it's like back to normal. And within two issues, there's nothing to do with the Rick Grayson thing. (laughs) See, like, again, like, like it's fine for like a short couple of issues. That does not need to be a three year run. Well, see, I had, I had a really interesting idea of like, like what happens to that guy 10 years later? Because what I was thinking would be cool is if like, if he doesn't remember being trained, he doesn't remember anything about 
being with Batman, what would stop him from killing people? Yeah. So then play with a Nightwing that suddenly has no problem killing people. What yeah. does that look like? But they don't touch any of that crap. It's just like the like you guys had the opportunity to do something fantastic here and you do none of it. And then the fact that it's literally like three pages in a in a comic where he suddenly he's Nightwing again and just gets rid of everything. And you're just like, what what is happening? And then within three issues, he's back with Barbara Gordon. You're just like, what is anyway, all that to say, my Robin cartoon. (laughs) 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 My biggest thing with the Robin cartoon is I think I may just have everybody call him Grayson and nobody call him Dick. Cause I like, it's so, it's such a like Dick Cheney, I think was the last Dick that's going to ever exist. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not use that blurb. But anyway, um, so I think having somebody in their mid twenties going around calling themselves Dick Grayson, I think we're done. So, I would probably have like this, you know, one of the rules be like, like everybody refers to him as Grayson or Richard for some reason, or Rick, you know, like, like I, I, I can, I can see Barbara, like calling him Richard. Like, you know how, like when your, your parents yeah. call you by your full name, like, like Matthew, Michael. So, yeah. you know, I can see, I can see Barbara, like being snarky and going, listen, Richard. Yeah, and him going like it's just Dick, and he's she's like I'm never gonna call you that. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and then you know when Roy shows up, he just calls him Grayson. You know what? I, so that's why I yeah. feel like that may be the work around, but that's my only big problem with, and it's one of the problems with the character is like yeah, like you know in the 40s, 50s, 60s, whenever he was created, a little kid named Dick was fine, but like we're at the point now like we need to change his name. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I get it. I get the idea of wanting to hold on, but yeah, I wanted to hold on to it, but, but yeah, like can we not, can we not call the kid Dick all the time? Yeah. Cause that's also one of my favorite swear words is to call somebody a Dick. So yeah. It, and although, although to be fair, Dick Grayson is a Dick, <laughs> but Hey, he, he is, is not. All yes. The, the hell he is. He can be. Yes. He's done some some crazy things. I love Nightwing. I love Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson's a dick. <laughs> it's fine. He's not as not as much as like, you know, Jason Todd, but or Roy Harper in a lot of cases, but he, he's a dick. I think I think I think Nightwing's a dick in the same way Bruce Lee was a dick. He's a dick yeah. because he could do all the things. <laughs> That's true. It's like anybody who's in the Foo Fighters probably think David Grohl's a dick, but that's because he could do everybody's job better than them. Hundred percent true. <laughs> like, like rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. But you know, you got to figure. It's like, what was it like being the drummer for Dave Grohl's band? Like, what oh, kind of ever, pressure does that put on your shoulders, man? Dude, if you ever watch, there's a documentary about them and. And the second album he did, I think, which is the first album with the band, because the first album is all him. He actually went yeah. back and redid all the drums because the guy wasn't doing it good enough. Oh, man. Know. Oh, no. <sighs> so that that dude was gone oh. pretty soon after that. I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah. So, yes, I think that would be my show. The tone tone a little more than what the Batman was as far as like maturity of of what we're aiming for and then the big thing is like like nightwing actually has a really solid rogues gallery 
Oh yeah. You know, and I think you could play with some of that, you know, and then you could even bring in some of Batman's lesser character, like, like Pighead. No, Professor Pig would be like an interesting one to have in Bloodhaven. You know, you maybe be able to blockbuster. I don't know if you could play with that since he's in college, but I think that there's a, there's a lot of characters out there that could be kind of converted into what the show is and work within the confines of the show. We could um, do like a sportsmaster, especially considering you're at a college. Sportsmaster, which then brings in um, what's it called? Uh, what's Sportsmaster's daughter's name? Oh, um, um, Cheshire. Cheshire, yeah. Yeah. So then you got the Roy Harper. Hey, why Roy? Why do you keep coming to to college to visit me, dude? That just just chick, your your PE teacher's daughter. <laughs> Because Kanata, you know, they get together in the comics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But um, but no, I, I, I think it's just that there's there isn't that level of cartoon being made right now, and you know the the thing of it is is and I'm and I'm experiencing it now with my son is that the com the cartoons from before that were aimed at his age don't work anymore. Yeah, you know now they're just like, nostalgia like, fodder for guys our age. Yeah, and and like. Like he likes some of the stuff, but like I said, he won't watch Justice League. He's not into the the, the design. Um, you know, he likes Teen Titans Go, but he's slowly kind of separating himself from that. Um, Good. So yeah, it would just be fun to kind of <laughs> fun to do something like that. And I just think it would be really cool because my thing is this: Nightwing, Dick Grayson, he should be one of the most popular characters DC has. He has the untapped potential to be their Spider-Man. And the fact he that was for a while. Not, he was getting there. He was getting there. But the problem is, is that no matter what, anytime he's in a cartoon or a show or anything like that, you pull Batman in. He hasn't been and able think, to be himself. I think that kind of hurt him a little bit too, because when he was at his peak and he was getting to that level, I forget what run launched in the middle of it and it it stopped Nightwing's momentum dead. So, something got new I 52. remember New 52. Was it New 52 that did it? Yes, because the problem is that when New 52 hits, they completely from what I remember eradicate the fact that he had ever been Batman. Well, cuz they they cuz New 52 was they, they started over with New 52. That was their that was their uh, square one page one rewrite correct and then they do rebirth and suddenly it's back <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think new 52 new 52 is probably what did it the most because what happens in new 52 is he then becomes solidly part of the bat family yeah and then like as he starts getting away from it again and he starts coming back up then rebirth happens and they bring him back to being in the bat family and that's what I always say is like Nightwing is at his best when he is, you know, lack of a better way to say it, not under Batman's wing. Yeah. When he's on his own doing his own thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I think. I think this would, I think the, you know, having a Robin cartoon, having Batgirl being the the recurring, you know, having that kind of romance going, but not making it too cheesy. And then, you know, having Roy show up every so often you know, maybe second season Wally shows up a couple times, you know, if you need Batman to show up. Um, I even played with the idea that at one point he takes down some big organization at the college and Batman shows up and is like, Hey, that's cool. Blah, blah. And then, you know, 
night, you know, Robin looks at him and goes, is that why I'm here? <laughs> well, not only that, but like to this college and like, I don't know, maybe you run the risk of, so bad writing aside, one of the problems with the Supergirl show was when they finally had Superman in an episode that was all suddenly that was all anybody wanted was was because they liked Tyler Hecklin so much as Superman they wanted him to have his own Superman show and he does now um so with and also with you know when you look at as bad as Titans is they always have these episodes where they have Bruce Wayne show up and then it it raises that it's like yeah if Batman's out there once you introduce him it becomes all about him um, if yeah. you want it to stand on its own, maybe don't have him be involved because the minute you get him involved, it becomes, well, then what's he been up to when all the stuff's been going on? Yeah. Which is another show, but, that, but no, I think maybe he doesn't show, or maybe it's just phone calls. I mean, you know, who knows, but I, I, I think that this would be a cool show stand on its own. Give us that gap. Like I said, the age gap that we're missing and hopefully get Nightwing to the point where we can have a lot more fun with them. And it doesn't have to be some stupid R rated show. Oh God, Titans is so bad. <laughs> Titans is so bad, man. Because like a lot of what you're pitching to me is what it sounds like they were going for with Titans, and just missed so bad with. I, like I that idea. Get past the third, of, the third, fourth episode. No, me neither. I got, I got three, four episodes in, and I was like, "This is, this is just." He's not even in Bloodhaven. They couldn't even get that detail right. Anyway, I'm not here to trash on Titans. Um, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm all. I know you're always you're always championing for more uh, original Robin and Nightwing, uh, Dick Grayson content, and I'm always here for it because Nightwing was probably the one I collected the most growing up because uh, it was readily available. Uh, when I my mom would take me to the to the department store and they'd have the little rack with the comic books on it. I could always get Nightwing comics there because there was no comic book store in the town I was in. So. Always down for more Nightwing content. Yep, yep. Well, hey, that's right, that's what we think. Yeah, that's what we think for uh, for ideas for new animated series. Uh, are, do you guys have your own that you'd like to see or some thoughts on ours? Please let us know. We have a, uh, if you go to our Twitter at We Are The Batman, we've got a Google Doc put, pinned on our, on our tweet there. You guys can give us feedback, pitch us episode ideas. You can let us know on Twitter. Uh, you can find me uh, at Mr. Mike Shea. And you can always find me on Twitter at Mr. J Ninja. And you can also find us on Facebook if you want to send some ideas. Matt, where can they find us there? www.facebook.com slash group slash fanboy junction with a K. And we will see you guys again next time on We Are the Batman. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. See you guys later.